Hey people of the Marketplace Cafe, how are you? I hope you're doing well. I'm your host, Itsunu Bankole Olushinoa, and this is your podcast for all things digestible economy news with a focus on the African economy. In this episode, I bring you the Marketplace Espresso, your quick news recap for last week. So I'd like you to meet my co-host for this episode. Do you want to do you want to introduce yourself, tell us your name and any other thing you think we should know? Um, I'm Annie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so world economy headlines. Okay. The US government on Chinese owned companies. Yep, so um an executive order was given by Trump on Thursday, which basically said that apps that are Chinese owned um <laughs> are a national security, foreign policy and economic threats to the US. And so after forty five days no person can transact with any Chinese-owned technology company. And obviously, this includes WeChat and TikTok. Um, And because of how the executive order was worded, there's some confusion around what it actually means because people are asking questions like, like, what even is a transaction? So some people think that downloading the app on your phone is a transaction. Um, Others think that transaction might just be limited to, like, advertising companies paying for ads on these platforms. Um, but essentially, the order is probably going to make life difficult for any Chinese-owned company in general, um, unless it sells to an American company within these 45 days. And we've always known that Trump has been trying to ban TikTok for a while. Um, but now that we're here, there's a lot of like concern <laughs> from tech companies and their owners, and also like rights advocates as well, about how much the US government is interfering with Americans' access to media, because like if they can do this to censor an app, basically, because that kind of is what they're doing, um, under like the umbrella of national security, then people are like, what would they do next? Or like, what kind of precedent does this set for like the next presidents and like people in power in general? And then funny enough, before this week, the US government, um, they were very focused on banning TikTok and they didn't want tiktok to sell to anyone but earlier this week before the executive ban they kind of warmed up to the idea of tiktok being bought by what trump described as a very american company um that is very secure so i guess we'll just see how that goes okay african economy now Yep, so the Kenyan government has announced an official ban on the imports of sugar into Kenya and they've basically done this to protect their local agricultural industries, so their local factories, their local traders, their local millers and so on. Um, And they've just recently had a restructuring of their agriculture and fisheries authority. Um, So this is mostly being pushed by like private stakeholders in the agricultural industry who have been putting pressure on the authorities to protect them from foreign competitors. Um, But apparently, like, Kenya kind of needs the imports because in terms of, like, how demand balances with local supply, they kind of need more supply. Um, So even if they say it's a ban, 
it's not really like a strict ban because they're going to work out deals with other countries, especially countries within like the East African community, which is like a trade block in East Africa. Um, and then also what they're going, how they're going to kind of work around the ban for people is people will probably have to buy like import permits and it will just be more like a regulation and like probably more like a quota, not really like a ban ban, that kind of thing. Nigeria secures, excuse me, Nigeria secures World Bank loan. Yep. So the World Bank is going to be giving Nigeria $114 million to help them deal with coronavirus in general. Um, and in terms of how much money they will be given or like how the money will be structured in general, um, $100 million of the money is actually a loan, meaning it will be paid back. And then the remaining $14 million is a grant, which just, mean, um, which just means it doesn't have to be paid back. And then it's ideally supposed to be divided across the 36 states. Um, and then like the rationale behind this is that um, like state governments, um, in some sense, are like on the front line of dealing with coronavirus, like in the unique context of each state. So the money is basically supposed to help them do that to the best of their ability, I guess. <laughs> well, I'll ask it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Electricity exporting. Mm-hmm. Um, in this last, in the last fiscal year in Ethiopia, which ended in on July seventh, um, <laughs> they basically revealed that um, over sixty-six million dollars. Um, they earned over sixty-six million dollars from exporting electricity to their neighboring countries. Um, specifically Sudan and Djibouti. Um, so apparently, with this much electricity being exported, they actually exceeded their budget. Um, and this kind of shows that for countries who have um, excess electricity, that exporting excess energy is actually possible and, like, it's obviously, like, gets you money as well. Um, <laughs> and then most of this energy from Ethiopia is actually clean and renewable, which is great for the environment. Um, <laughs> and Ethiopia has more, like they have more um, sources of renewable energy as well. Um, in terms of like their total capacity, they can produce up to 45,000 megawatts of electricity um, and all from renewable sources, so like geothermal, solar and hydroelectric. Um, and another thing is that they're currently working on the biggest hydroelectric plant in Africa, which is the Grand Ethiopian Renaissance Dam, um, which actually is 100% financed by the Ethiopian government. So they didn't borrow any money to, to build it. Um, and they've actually already built okay. it. Now they're just kind of filling it out, um, which will probably take three to four years. Um, yeah, three to four years. Um, that's the same dam that you're talking about, the argument that... Yeah, yeah, Egypt and Sudan actually, yeah. Um, and also, when you say more capacity, do you mean more capacity than the surrounding countries? Or is more capacity? Like more, more capacity. Like they, like even if they've um exported sixty six million dollars, like they haven't like fully exhausted like how much electricity capacity they have. <laughs> do you get? To be fair, Nigeria just has like um. What well, to be fair? Obviously, I feel like every African country kind of has um, renewable energy. Like, definitely everyone has solar. Well, like, every African country has solar. Um, 
but like they just seem like extra blessed with like geothermal and hydroelectric because like the Nile flows through um, Ethiopia as well so like they're kind of like using that for their dam in terms of how much how much um, how much electricity the dam is going to generate is 6,000 megawatts of electricity um, and with this in mind this just shows that like there's more opportunity for them to get money off of exporting electricity so they're going to they're thinking of exporting to people like Kenya um, and they could also potentially export to the middle, middle east as well um, and other African countries so they just have like a large potential to like expand exporting electricity basically yeah and in terms of like what forecasts say in terms of how much money they can actually get they could get to a point where they are earning about a billion dollars every year just based off of exporting electricity to other countries yeah business news okay announced earnings disney oil companies and uber yep so like all these different companies they announced their earnings this week so disney announced their earnings um and obviously considering the fact that they closed their theme parks um pretty much throughout the last quarter yeah they they didn't have anyone going to theme parks um during the last quarter. So they had an 85% fall in their revenues for theme parks. Um, even though lockdown was actually a good time for Disney Plus, uh, which now, which at the end of last quarter had uh, over 55 million subscribers, um, which was good for them. And then Uber, they also released their earnings. Um, and even though they saw a 103% rise in their revenues for Uber Eats, they had a 75% fall in their revenues um, on the ride-hailing part of Uber, um, and that was actually globally, um, and this actually outweighed like how good Uber Eats did, so they kind of are in a loss, I believe. Um, and then of course oil companies, um, so Exxon, Mobil, Shell, BP, and the rest of them, um, they also released their earnings, and of course we kind of expected as we expected, considering the fact that like oil prices fell and are now around $40, their earnings weren't that good. Um, and this has all, also now started a conversation about clean energy um, and about diversification for oil companies. So them like not focusing solely on oil so that even at times when oil isn't doing that well, they can still get their earnings from a wider source. Um, BP especially, they're trying to be very proactive. They're trying and they are thinking of moving to cleaner energy. Um, and in terms of like the now, they're also thinking of cutting their dividends to shareholders to like free up cash. Okay. Microsoft. Yeah. So yeah, we already talked about TikTok and like what's already happening with them on the US government side. Um, but following off, from that, Microsoft wants to buy TikTok. Um, at first, they just wanted to buy TikTok US, TikTok Canada, TikTok Australia, and TikTok New Zealand. But now they want to get all of TikTok. Um, so basically just TikTok in every country that they operate. Um, and this is mostly because the US government is getting very serious about the ban. Um, and so they don't want Americans to face any difficulty when they travel out of the US. Um, in terms of like using the app and so on. Um, so they might be counting on their links with China. They have like 
they have operations in China, so they have like some links there. So they might be like counting on that to help them like with the deal and everything. But it also just looks like it's going to be like a very tricky deal to maneuver because there's so many people who have a stake. So they're definitely like the US government, the Chinese government, obviously Microsoft, ByteDance, the parent company of TikTok. And then there are also minority shareholders. Um, so yeah, it might be very tricky for them meeting the September 15th deadline, which the US government has given. Um, but we'll just see how it goes in general. They're thinking of maybe cutting a deal with the US government that even if the sale goes through, they still have maybe like a year to work around getting data from the Chinese company and working around like all the intricacies that have to do with um, data. Shoprite changing structure in Nigeria. Okay, so yeah, earlier this week there was news that Shoprite, um, the South African retail brand, was leaving Nigeria, and people thought that this meant that they would just close their stores and leave. Um, but later on this week, um, the NIPC, which is the Nigerian Investment Promotion Commission, they said that um, the whole concept of Shoprite leaving Nigeria may not actually work that way. So it may look more like um, ShopRite kind of selling off shares to Nigerian investors. Um, so Nigerian investors being able to get controlling shares of ShopRite, which actually um, their real, well, not really their real name, but like their company name is Retail Supermarket Nigeria Limited. I don't know if they're going to change the name or anything like that, but yeah, it's just basically going to be Nigerian investors investing and buying up shares um, in ShopRite. But I guess we'll see how that actually plays out in real life because it's still uncertain. So random economy news of the week. So did you, did you come across any random economy news this week? Um, probably. Fair anything enough. on my head, mm-hmm. not in my head. So anything that I might like Zimbabwe's economic crisis mm-hmm. and then what happened in Lebanon. Yeah. yeah, I know Lebanon's been going through mm-hmm. a hard time. Mm-hmm. And then now, and then when we were talking about the whole Ethiopia exporting, apparently people only get like two to three hours of electricity a day now because of things are so bad so i was like oh that could be a way to you know spread and just add the whole relief in that because i know i know but <laughs> yeah that's my it's not really random because i feel like everybody knows about it and people are out there trying to donate all from this side of the world yeah definitely definitely those are actually yeah not necessarily random but like definitely like topical things that happened this week um and yeah, I think the Middle East could definitely like benefit from um from electricity from electricity in general. Well, to be fair, in terms of like oil, the Middle East kind of seems like stable in terms of electricity. But also just thinking about moving to um cleaner energy, that could definitely be a way for them. Even if they could probably um they have solar as well for themselves so if they explore that as well then i think that that could be good for them too 
So we've come to the end of the episode. Why do you sound so sad? Because <laughs> it's quite sad. <laughs> um, follow us at the dot marketplace cafe on yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And this is the podcast. They're linked in her bio. Yeah. He posts, you know, this is where I get my education. Um, what else? He's on Apple, the Android one, and them things. And also follow on your reds. Yep. If you care about making proper mental health education and breaking the stigma surrounding periods and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll link it in the know more about the podcast box. <laughs> That's um, box, anyways. What do you think? I'm really proud of you, girl. You're doing Aww, amazing. We love to see it. Tears in my eyes. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope to see you next week. Much love.